Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is the Rose and Shine podcast featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good morning. This is Victoria sending from Atlanta. Good morning. And this is Josephine recording from Bogota, capital of Colombia. And we're so excited to be back. (laughs) (laughs) We're finally back. After a crazy, hectic period, we are finally recording again. And I think this episode is going to be brilliant because it's about asking the right questions. Yes. The questions we ask ourselves and others can not only be key in determining our success, but also our happiness. Exactly. So today's episode is there for about, it's a bit of a a check-in and Mm -hmm. a reminder of what questions that we might be asking ourselves. So kind of checking in, are we asking ourselves the right uh, questions? Yeah. And if not, can we change the questions to get better outcomes in our lives? Exactly. So we've grouped it into different categories. Career being one, leadership, so this targeted for all of those of you who are leaders, innovation, and then finally questions to be asking to yourself. So this is an episode where we have a pep sheet. Uh, So you can go into our website, rusenshine.com and download our pep sheet. And while you're listening to the episode or after the episode, fill in and question yourself around these uh, different topics that Victoria just mentioned. Exactly. So just as a warm up, are we always asking ourselves the right questions? Yeah. I don't think so. (laughs) I've been asking a lot of maybe not the right questions lately. Uh Um, But you, we we talked and and you have had this amazing, amazing journey the last couple of months where I think a lot of the hard work that you have put in over the years actually have been manifesting. You've been uh, traveling around the world with your book. You've been on stage speaking in front of thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And it's been a really exciting time, right? It has. It has. And exactly what you say, you know, we've been working on this book for two years, but in my head, it's been, you know, working. (laughs) I've been working on it for 15 years. So it's been super exciting. So during this really from an outside and from the inside, very successful and interesting time of your life, what disempowering questions have you been asking yourself? 
Well, that's pretty interesting because we've spoken about this before and that kind of really helped me to sort of force myself not to ask these disempowering questions. So questions where you kind of put yourself down because it's so easy to think like, who am I and why should I be speaking on this stage with 2,000 leaders? And I think a lot of us do that. And I just thought, no, I'm I'm not going to fall into this trap, which I must say could be even more like a feminine trap that am I good enough, you know, to do this actually. Yeah. And it was interesting because I was... But just to say, so you're, you're saying that you're not asking these questions, but the question was in your mind. Yeah, it was kind the of... The question popped up. Honestly, it was it was... <laughs> It was competing to get into my head. So it kind of started and I was, you know, like this little voice. And then, but then this bigger voice within me said, no, Victoria, those are not questions that I'm going to ask myself. And it's funny because obviously I've been on big stages before, but it's been within my own organization. So this was like a, a, a first for me in, you know, the World Business Forum. It's a special place and you have these 2,000 leaders in, in front of you. Huh? So just before going on stage, what I did ask, you know, or I didn't even ask myself, I just told myself like, hey, Victoria, I've prepared my entire career for this moment. So now I'm just going to go out there and enjoy myself. And actually, it is not about me. It's about all the people in the audience. And I'm just going to share whatever it is that I know, to them. And it's interesting because I did see a photo of me or sort of a video clip of me entering the stage. And you can almost tell from the energy, right? You saw that <laughs> clip too. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're out to, to dominate. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dominate, that sounds, I don't know. No, in a, no, in a good way. But I think, I think that what you said there, though, is key, where you said it's not about me. Because I think that imposter syndrome is is very, very common. We feel like, why am I doing this? Do I deserve this? I, I've talked to a lot of uh, new yoga teachers that mm-hmm. are feeling this way. You know, should I really be teaching yoga? I can't even do a handstand or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. But if you think about it, what can I give the people in this room right now? Yeah. I probably can't give them an amazing handstand, but I can give them a lovely class with with a lot of other things. So it's about shifting your focus there. I you know that's so interesting and it it reminds me of the very first workshop that I held for leaders and I still remember the room and it was at Hilton in Brussels on the 26th floor and I was delivering this workshop for the management team and I was so nervous just before going on. And that's exactly what I'm like, well, Victoria, it's not about you because I had gone on this course and now I'm just, I have all of this information and I'm going to share it with them. Yeah. And that that was so, you know, that helped me through. And I think that kind of sets the tone with a lot of these questions. I, I think the key to actually asking questions is to think about, forget about me, but what is it that I can learn? Mm. And I there's this wonderful quote from Albert Einstein, which I love. And he says, I have no special talent. I'm only passionately curious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? No, it is wonderful. And curiosity is such a key 
key aspect of happiness. And I think we need to practice it more. And I, I would like to practice it more. If we approach things with a curious mind, anything from our career to our relationships or just... And Luca and Raphael are such good reminders, looking at children yes. and my kids and see how curious they are about tiny things. Things become so much more interesting when you're when you're curious. Exactly. And that's so cool. And how has questioning, you know, how has that helped you? Because you so while I've been on this world tour, which has been super hectic and crazy and sort of, yeah, you all know about my move and everything. You've gone through this mega move and had a really tough time <laughs> as well. How did you? My life has been so easy and smooth <laughs> and beautiful the last month. I've just been like a beacon of happiness and stability <laughs> and and calm and success manifested. It's mm, been me. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that <laughs> that question then. <laughs> no, um yeah, I I probably have I I've been trying to use questions the right way, but I think that's why this episode was so important. I think I've been asking myself questions like how long can I be sick for? Yeah. <laughs> And that's potentially quite long. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have this little vicious circle between child, parent, parent, child. Um. You you know what? You can also ask um, yourself, because now you, uh, my daughter's a teenager, and it makes, it reminds me of that time. And then you can ask, how quick will I forget? And I can tell you quite quickly, because when you're in it, it's awful. But the good thing is that afterwards, you kind of forget about this period. Yeah. No, but joking aside, um, moving can be a really challenging time, and then you add a number mm -hmm. of other stressors, and and of course it can be, it can be quite tough, and it has been quite tough. And it's not like you moved down the street, just to no. clarify. You've been back five months, and actually you've been kind of moving for a year and a half, right? Yeah, and I, I posted on Instagram. It was the first time in a year that I slept in our in our bed yeah. um, a week ago. So it's not, you know, I, I've been on the move. I have had stable times in between, of course, in Sweden and so on. But kind of properly with my things, I'm, I'm for the first time for a year, I've, I'm back where I, in my bed. But anyways, um, I guess in terms of the questions, we do, what we focus on is a little bit of what we get. Yeah. And that is the challenge with questions. Mm. And, and that can be, it can be okay to feel a little bit down sometimes and, and have harder times. But it is a good reminder. And I was speaking to my um, my therapist about this and she's always bringing up, you know, if you are Googling black sheep, uh, sheep on, on Google, that's what you're going to to see. So yeah. always try to open your questions so that you can get the kind of responses that might be more more benefiting for you. But also she shared and I thought it was a really useful mantra that I wanted to share with, with others. Mm -hmm. Also saying if you don't have the answers to your questions at the moment. You can say to yourself, I don't have the answer right now, but whatever happens, I can handle it. Oh. And I think that's a good, she was just saying, that's such a good way of reinforcing that you're strong. Yeah. You're strong and can handle things, um, but you might not have the answers of exactly how you're going to deal with, with these challenges, but you reinforce your strength. So I thought that was a really useful little tips to, so to remind me and others. That's yeah. beautiful. I love that. And it kind of, again, keeps on the theme, be curious, do ask yourself questions, but don't worry if you don't have all the answers. Mm. And I think the key is a little bit shifting from our innate focus of having all the answers to really asking 
and you know ask yourself and others really cool questions absolutely So shall we go into our first theme, which we thought would be about career? Absolutely. Let's do it. And I I mean, just when you're having a really cool career and you've been working across the globe and and we were talking about this in many of the different episodes, how, that's what I wanted to, you know, working in the UN, international peace and conflict, how does questions determine your work actually in what you do? Well, questions are incredibly important. And I think there's a lot of power held in who is posing the questions, Mm. who get to ask. And in a lot of international work, kind of if you talk about it a little bit traditional sense, Uh we often felt that the international community coming in in some, some place and working in a conflict, we were the ones asking the questions. And we asked the questions based on our expertise often. So let's say that you are an expert on gender and conflict. You would be asking questions about gender, like how does this have an impact on women or men, which is which is a great question yeah. to ask. Um, but if you are a specialist on, on something else, like say on human rights, you would say, well, how is this impacting on, on human rights? And all of those questions are really, really important. But what we have seen and what I'm working on and, and trying to shift is about moving the question so that the people that are affected by the conflict are actually the ones that get to determine what questions they ask. Hmm. And this is a huge impact because that means that we are not presupposing what problems are and what solutions might be. But if the questions are really coming from the people that are living in a conflict or living in a situation They are seeing things that we are not seeing and they will certainly come up with very different answers because they're posing very different questions. That's so wonderful. And we'll come back a little bit more to that when we're talking about innovation in a moment. And actually, it also makes me think about Greta, our Swedish environmental... Greta Thunberg, yes. Yes. And I'm I'm thinking how frustrated some people are with her. Like, oh, she saw this, but she doesn't have any answers But her key success is asking the right questions. What are you guys doing about this? You know, she's not saying I don't have the answers, but I want you, the smart people, the adults to think of the answers. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. So how can we relate this to our career? So what questions did you ask yourself that ended up for you choosing this career working within the UN? Mm, That's a good question. Um, For me... I was very much driven about having a job that could um, that could help others. Yeah, that's not always been a key driver. I'm not trying to paint myself as a, as a saint in that way, but I was very much motivated by how can you have a a big uh, a, a change on for the world, like a better world. Very naively when I started, that would have been my focus. Mm. So how can I help the world to become a better place? Maybe during my career. I become a little bit more humble and seeing a lot of value in if I have just helped one person. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is also a great thing. And therefore, you don't have to work at the UN to help to help a person. But that's what drew me into this international career that I have. Yeah. And what about I'm, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking when I hear you and I think my way of 
asking questions, if I'm going to be very open, mm-hmm. is actually what's made my career the way it's, you know, quite successful in the sense that I'm doing what I love doing and I get paid for doing that and people are asking me to do more of it. And and I, I think most people are kind of, or a lot of people are expecting to get a lot of questions, but I've asked a lot of questions and I've asked about, you know, can I have this promotion or how can I contribute? Can I be part of this? And it's not that people told me, okay, I'm, we want you to do this, but I've kind of always had the approach of, can I do this? And I have this idea. Can I, and, and in very many cases, I've gotten the answer, yes, sure. <laughs> or go back and work on it, but then maybe. And so I used to think really a key... So being a bit brave. Yeah. 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 Putting yourself out there. Yeah. Risking to get a no, but often getting a yes. Exactly. And and it's fine if you get five no's and one really cool yes, you know? Yeah. And, and, and and also not waiting. So I think the key is to be proactive. Yeah. And I, I think that is if I were to give advice to others in starting off their career or feeling that they're a little bit stuck in, in this career, ask yourself, why am I stuck and what can I do about it? And if I had this brilliant career, what would it look like? And and what is needed to make that happen? Yeah. And that, that brings us to the, the structure that one of the structures that Tony Robbins is mentioning in, in one of his books, which is really about a structure of asking questions. Mm-hmm. So, for example, he used happiness, but it can be career. It could be anything. And that would be, what am I happy about my life right now or in my career right now? How does that make me feel? Yeah. And if I'm not happy about it, what can I do about it? Yeah. So you open a question, you get to see hopefully a positive, hopefully, yes, you're happy. What are the things that you can then reinforce? Mm-hmm. But if you're not happy about it, what are the things that you need to do in order to change it? Yeah, so very exactly. That, that's a great approach. And also think about who can I ask these questions? Because you can ask yourself, that's kind of key. That's where it starts. But You know, don't be afraid of asking your manager, your peers, your team members, uh, your HR team, your network, your mentors. And again, that's going back to our mantra. The You know, so we've moved and as our listeners will know, we moved first me and my two teenage daughters and my husband will be joining us. But so we've had this crazy, crazy period and we've just said, all right, our mantras kind of been, they don't know what we don't know. So we need to tell them or ask them. The problem is that when we don't know what we don't know, right? <laughs> so it's just been critical to our success in asking questions to find yeah. out. But that, that makes me feel like we're, we're jumping and I think that's okay. We're jumping mm-hmm. to the innovation and learning piece yeah. of our uh, podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, um, it's a really key idea that, you ask questions and that's what you focus on, right? But what you, yeah. what you ask is what you focus on. So therefore, many times when you're a little bit stuck, yeah. you really benefit from having other people helping you to ask the questions. Yeah, that's great. So for example, I mean, one exercise that one can do, say that you have a problem and the problem could be anything. Like I have a poor relationship with my uh, child, maybe not a smaller, but say you have an older <laughs> child. Yeah, yeah. Um, not only then asking the questions that you might have been asking yourself for a number of, I don't know, years maybe while while the situation has deteriorated. 
you would bring in other people, some close friends or and help you to have this kind of question burst. Yeah. To have loads of these ideas, all of these questions that you need to ask yourself. And by doing that, helping yourself to get a new perspective of why the challenge is as it is. I think that's great. And that was also one of the techniques that I learned, picked up from some of the other speakers during the World Business Forum. Mm. And one was, you know, doing a brainstorming with um, actually only asking questions, not coming up with answers. Yeah. So how would that work? Yeah, so so you have a dilemma or something that you want to work around. Mm-hmm. And then rather than saying, okay, this could be an answer, this could be an answer, like, what questions do I want to ask about this dilemma? Yeah. Right? So you kind of just come up with as many questions as possible, uh, you know, in, in the 10 minutes that you do your brainstorming. Uh-huh. And, and don't at all think about the answers. Just try to see and, and challenge yourself in coming up with as many possible questions. No, that really feeds the curiosity, I think. Yes. Right? Yes. Because it makes it so much, it's so much less about answering something and so much more about exploring and going deeper and and really digging in. Yeah. And and then I had another reflection. So obviously I, I worked with leadership development for a long, long time. And also, you know, I'm working with more and more senior leaders. And there are usually some component of brainstormings in, in certain parts of the workshop that I run. And... I kind of noticed that leaders, and I don't know, is it because I have older leaders, more senior leaders, but they're getting worse and worse at doing brainstorming. Hmm. Because, you know, the rules of brainstorming is you take five minutes and you generate as many ideas as possible. And that's sort of the game. And I think I thought that was fair, or maybe it's just me being worse in briefing this activity, but it used to be fairly easy. People would just spend times in coming up with ideas. And I find that in the past few years, it's more like people get one idea and then immediately start to debate this idea. Yeah. And, and I, I think we need to be more curious and, and try to be open our minds more. Mm. And that's, that's the key to innovation, not yeah. looking for all the answers. No. And I mean, I think really hierarchical structures is, is killing innovation in that sense. Yeah. Because it's so much you look up to the big leader and, and depending on your rank, whatever you say is more or less valued. Mm-hmm. And you can also see that sometimes in here in Colombia, my husband has been, been mentioning in some of the work that he's doing. So he works a lot of, of adaptive, adaptive leadership, adaptive peace building, mm-hmm. uh, which is a structure that we're trying to adapt to yeah. the most, most of the work that we do. But it's really tricky when you have people in place that are used to or believe that it's their role as a leader to have the answers. Yeah. Perfect lead in to the next uh, topic, yes. uh, which is questions to ask as a leader. Mm. And, and, and I, I mean, this is what I do. And I think you're absolutely right. And in our book, Everyone Deserves a Great Manager, we talk about that the very first practice is really to change your mindset. Because, and, and this is interesting because a lot, I mean, most leaders actually get their first role as a manager because they did the previous job so well, you know, and that meant that their job was to come up with answers and do things, right? Yeah. And now you're a leader and actually the focus is shifts. It's not about you contributing and producing and achieving. 
it's about your team yeah. contributing and achieving. And that also means, in my view, and, and from is that you need to move from answer questions to actually giving questions, ask questions. Uh, yeah. And that's key. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So what, what kind of questions, and of course you write about it in the book, but mm-hmm. a new leader, do you have a kind of a top of, of your mind? What are the first questions or really important questions that a new leader should start to ask? Well, actually, that's a really good point. Whether you're like a first time new leader or you're a new leader in, in a new team or in a new environment, I always start out when I find myself in those positions in asking a lot of questions. And I sit down with all my team members one-on-one and I ask them, you know, so what do you really like about your job right now? What don't you really like about our job now? And why? You know, asking both. And I said, what are we as a team doing really well? And what can we improve? Mm. And it's so interesting because you really have this wonderful window of opportunity as a new leader to ask these questions really sincerely and and just getting everyone's input. And I think for many I've seen, it's kind of been the first time they properly really get those questions. So that would be something I'd advise anyone coming in. Just have a proper one-on-one first checking meeting with individuals and the teams and ask all those questions because you can't really go back and do that later on. And that in itself raises engagement in, in, in a key. Then I think also during your one-on-one sessions and, and during your team meetings, if you as the leader are the only one talking, you never learn anything new mm. because you're already saying what you already know, mm. you know? And I, I think that's a, a, a critical, you have a team because you need, you need to be more than one on this. 
And if they're kind of just always hearing your opinion and thoughts first, there's a big chance that they will just echo that and say what they think that you want to hear. Yeah. But you, of course, want to pick that up. And, and I, I spoke about this a lot in, in, in the World Business Forum, but the first level leaders, they're kind of key to the success of your organization. And they are, you know, that's where innovation can happen. That's where customer experience can happen because they touch all these people yeah so the idea of that of course is how do i collect all this knowledge that we have yeah so yeah but uh, about that yes collecting the knowledge but i also what, what you're saying now makes me reflect upon when you have a good leader mm-hmm. um as an employee or as a person or as someone going to a therapist you really feel that that person are asking you questions that make you think in a different way Yeah. There are some people that just make you feel like you're smarter. <laughs> yeah. Or or sharper or because they ask questions that shift your focus. Yeah. That makes you see a bigger and broader perspective. And that I think is why leaders are that's when a leader can be very inspirational and really make their team excel. Yeah. Because they're not just collecting information, but they are making these people smarter by asking questions that they maybe had not reflected upon before. Exactly. And that's actually what we did put in our uh, book. And that's what I'm so proud of, that we not just talk about it as in in theory, but there are like a long list of really good questions that you can use. And I also think that a lot of people think that this is going to be it's natural and they should just ask them. But I would say, if you're a leader, write these questions down. Prepare yourself before you go into important meetings by really saying, hey, what is it that I want to find out? Because a very common mistake, and we were even talking about this with the leaders I worked with last week, was that, you know, you're you're so set on asking all these questions that instead of really listening to the answer, yeah. <laughs> because that's the other part of question, yeah. you're either preparing your own answer like yeah. you know so so how am i going to answer to this and it's so Or, human i think yes it is it is which is why we should be so aware of it because yeah. if we can stop ourselves from doing that we can become so much more effective and successful because you a lot of leaders also that have prepared these questions they're like okay so what's my next question going to be yeah. but if you write it down for yourself and you have the list you know on on the table you can just go but you know really focus on listening and then you can go back and check your question and that's a good uh, good piece of advice and i think also this would would hold for informal leaders as well of you know course. people that are not leaders necessarily but could use these same techniques to excel in their yeah. positions or life for sure and you know if if you want to be a leader as in a people leader and you know i would say even if you're not currently start viewing yourself as one you know because mm. that leadership is a choice and and you can have be a leader even if you're not formally uh, a manager so what would you do about it how do you then contribute as a leader yeah Would you say that being a good leader, one of the most important things is asking the right questions? Yeah, I think that's a it's a great summary. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the final section that we have is in following it, the same structure is is what what kind of questions do we ask ourselves? Yeah. So we ask ourselves questions every morning normally, right? You yeah. have you have a you have a morning routine, I mm-hmm. have a morning routine. Mm-hmm. 
which is really about asking yourself what are the what are the important questions and i mentioned the structure before but a very easy structure is just looking at what am i happy about right now in x yeah yeah <laughs> and how does it make it feel and and what can i do about it yeah. it becomes very concrete but it has a positive focus as opposed to looking you know about how long can I be sick for, for example. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or something negative, which is, you know, going the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. No, but, and, and my, my three questions are, are quite similar. So, well, I, I ask myself, what are my three most important actions today? Mm. Uh, and not most urgent or anything like, but if, you know, three things were to happen today, what would they be? And that can sometimes be like, oh, wow, I, it means that I only have a very short, window with my daughters this morning you know and that's this morning so let's make this breakfast a really cozy one right mm. um but it can also be like oh i need to make that call because that's going to make a difference so that's the three actions and then i ask myself uh what are three wishes three wishes for today things that i would wish mm. and finally What are three things that I'm grateful for? So yeah. that's a little bit, what am I happy about right now? Uh, but it kind of like, oh yeah. So even if it's this gray day and it's crazy and super thing, then... No, the grateful yeah. thing is is key and also nice to ask at the end of the night. And yeah. shifting the focus towards the right thing. Yeah. But the, one question that I like to add and, and that we have talked about a lot, but it's also how can I how can I contribute? Yeah. Because it's shifting again the focus that it's not just you on that stage alone having to perform. It's what are you giving to other people? And I mean, of course, it can put a bit of pressure, but I think it also removes some pressure to think about that. Yeah, I, I agree. that, And I, I think that's beautiful. And it takes away, again, what we started out this episode saying, the focus from you, but kind of looking at a wider perspective. Uh-huh. And I, I also think, when questions to ask ourselves is also about a little bit of a bigger picture. And and I think if you haven't already, and I know I've shared this before, and we both have like sort of our mission statement and who we want to be. And I think those are important questions to ask yourself. So really take a little bit of time out and think about what person do I want to be? And what legacy do I want to leave? What difference do I want to make? And 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 what are my most important roles in life? Yeah. And some people, I feel that they kind of mistake this uh, for being, you know, something that making in a list of goals and actions. While I sort of just, you know, I have this one time I used to remember so clearly and I was uh, working with young IT, you know, in a such cool kind of startup company Um, lots of young men in their late 20s. And we were talking about this. How do you set your mission statement? And we were talking about the seven habits. And, and you know, the second habit, begin with end in mind. And they were like, ah, but what, Victoria, what do you mean who we want to be? Isn't it better with just saying, like, what we want to achieve, you know? And, and we were debating this back and forth and discussing and talking. And then their leader I uh, was sitting at the back of the room and who was the owner of the company he said, hey, let me just, you know, raise my hand and said, just listen to Victoria. Because actually, when I was even younger, I set myself like three big 
goals. And then it was like, okay, I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to be a millionaire by the age of 30. And it was something else. I forgot what it was. So everyone was kind of really listening by now. Yeah. When I was 30, I had achieved all of these goals. And actually, I became kind of empty because it was like, oh, so I'm only 30. Am I done now? Yeah. What is there left to do? Yeah. And he was like, if I would have not said about only what I wanted to achieve, but about who I wanted to be, you're never done. Because yeah. it's kind of a journey. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really cool. Absolutely. And I think that's what we need to ask ourselves. Who do we want to be? And then, you know, go back and check in on that regularly. Maybe, you know, what I do and, and, and you as well, you know, it's like looking at this, when it's time, the turn of the year, so every new year and every summer and sort of looking at, so my most important roles, how am I contributing to them this year ahead and how is it going and, and what is it that I can do? So basically asking yourself a lot of questions. <laughs> this makes me really excited about our New Year special episode to be recorded. Yeah. Yes. So that's um, a lot about questions and we had a whole other list. Yeah that we're not going to go through, that could, could wait for other episodes, mm -hmm. but questions around relationship or how to promote engagement and around your health, about priorities, about the climate footprint, and questions to just ask yourself for, for fun as well, yeah. to, to bring in a little bit of laughter and maybe more curiosity into your life. I think we might need one more episode of questions. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, in the meanwhile, go and find our pep sheets. If you now got a little bit of inspiration and want to reflect on questions that need, you need to ask yourself and others. So you find that on rusenchine.com. And... That's really it. Do we have any final questions, uh, Josephine? <laughs> I'll share a little. My son now, he transliterates from, from Swedish to English. So uh -huh. in Swedish, we say varför. And he goes around saying that in English, saying why cause? Why cause? Uh -huh. Rather than just <laughs> saying why. So um, yeah. ask yourself why cause today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hopefully uh, shift the focus if, if that needs to happen and get better answers yeah and also be courageous in your questions dare to ask yourself and others the truly important questions because that is really going to make a difference and of course follow us on instagram bruce and shine that's an, an important <laughs> question <laughs> okay everybody take care all right bye bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.